Welcome to Money Matters, the podcast that focuses on how to use the money you have, make the money you need, and save the money you want. Now, here is your host, Ms. Kim Chapman. Welcome to another edition of Money Matters. I am your host, Kim Chapman. Some say money makes the world go around. I say the journey will be a lot smoother if you take a little financial knowledge with you. So buckle up and hit that subscribe button because this podcast has some tips you might find useful on your journey. Here's my quote for today. One single vulnerability is all an attacker needs. Just that simple. Check out the news feed and there you're bound to find a story about a recent cybercrime. Anyone can be affected by cybercrime, and according to IBM, 62% of all cyber attacks hit small and mid-sized businesses, about 4,000 per day. If you are a business owner, ask yourself, are you doing enough to protect your business? Today, my guest is Jeffrey Oquin and Jacob Brown with Advanced Office Solutions. Welcome, gentlemen. Hello. Good morning. Hey, good morning. So, gentlemen... Cybercrime is everywhere. It's almost as bad as regular crime, violent crime. It's everywhere. And of course, if you're a small business and a mid-sized business, looks like you're in trouble. So tell us, what is Advanced Office Solutions and what are each of your roles? Well, I appreciate you having us here today and uh, we're excited to be here. Uh, Advanced Office Systems is a 40-year-old business, uh, primarily founded many years ago from uh, Paul McCorney. Um and imaging, imaging and printing and copying has been a big issue uh, over the years and as they've, they've built a great foundation, but the company's really expanded its role into a business technology organization. So what does that mean? That means we offer not just copier and imaging, we also have managed services, which refers to IT, many people refer to it in that fashion, but that entails network security, cybersecurity, help desk. And we also have gotten into smart cameras, which uh, uh, smart cameras is a big item today. Uh, the physical security of your employees and work environment, uh, along with access control. Um, so we service so many different types of businesses, small, medium, and large. Um, we do our best to get out there and create the best customer experience we possibly can. So, Basically, let's start with threats. What type of cyber crimes or cyber threats exist right now? Well, they're all types. You know, many people here, you know, you're getting spammed or fished and all these types of uh, crimes that go on daily. People are trying to get your information. They're trying to extract it from you. Um, there are a lot of terms out there. People refer to it in many different ways. And I'll kind of defer some of that to Jacob in just a moment. But um, the main thing is, is they're, they're just trying to get information. Uh, your data is critical and important to them thriving in their environment, which is not a good environment, but it's an environment to where they're, they're making money every day. You know, they try to pull 2000 from a small business up to millions of dollars from a big business, 2000 here, 10,000 there. It's, it's a good day. So as a small business owner or even mid-sized what kind of knowledge do I need to make sure that I'm protected? What can I do to assess my security system to see if I'm vulnerable? Well, there are many things you can do. And number one, just the awareness. Hey, this is now a new line item in your budget um, in IT. Cybersecurity is big business. Unfortunately, you know, it's a, it's a bad situation that we need this. It's a shame we need this. 
but it's the reality of the, the world we live in today. People are trying to get a personal record, a personal credit card. They're trying to get your accounting information. They're trying to hold you ransom to, to get something over on you to receive funds. Uh, they really don't want your data. They want the money for your data. So what is involved in a security assessment? Well, what we do is we go in and what we call a current state. We ex- and we assess everything from A to Z that you're doing with technology. We're kind of trying to find the pros and cons of what's going on in your environment. What are the weak points? So we evaluate your network. We evaluate your users. We evaluate where you're keeping your data. What, it, what data is important to you is a critical thing. Like in many, most companies, majority companies, accounting programs. You know, this is a critical piece to run the daily operations of a business. How is it being backed up? Where is it being backed up? Is it secure? What are the processes to restore it? These are the kind of things you have to really think through as a business owner. And, you know, majority of, I've worked with business owners throughout my life, many of them in the consulting world. And so many of them are focused on what's going on today. They're working on their business For example, did Sally show up today or did this delivery get made? So the key is you have to take some time to look and evaluate and know that there's an area of, you know, importance that you have to pay attention to. It's critical in today's world. So, Jacob, maybe we can have you talk a little bit about some of the ways that consume uh, business owners can actually protect themselves against cyber attacks. Um, Can you talk a little bit about spam email? There's a lot of things you can do with spam email, but I would argue that the most important thing is to train your users, training users on how to identify spoof domains, malicious links, and just generally be cautious of what you're clicking on and responding to when it comes to email. And uh, just because it looks like it came from your vendor doesn't mean it's really your vendor. If you get a request for some money or something odd, always pick up the phone and call that person and make sure that it's really them. And probably the one that kind of gets me the most, passwords. What can we do to protect ourselves with passwords? It seems as though they become more and more complicated every time. I can remember I had that one password and we'd go one 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 or one two three four five six, and systems have become more and more complicated. But is there really a better system? Um, I would say it's imperative that you do not reuse the same passwords ever. Uh-oh. All it takes is for one Website to get breached, that password to get leaked somewhere, and if you've reused it, well, now everywhere you've used that password is compromised. And I think the thing that's been added to that is what, multi-function authentication? Can you explain that? Multi-factor authentication. Uh, The way that works is that when you log into a website or an app, you have to provide your password and also a temporary time-based code that expires, so... Uh, in the event your password was compromised, they still have to have that other piece of information to get in. And one more thing before we move on, the dark web. I always see this sometimes. I'll pull up my credit report or I'll look at something on a computer and it'll say, hey, your name or your information has been found on the dark web. What is that and how can we protect ourselves? I would say the dark web is a, a network of hidden websites on the Internet where cyber criminals uh, conduct business basically. One guy might go out and collect all the stolen credit card numbers and then he sells them to someone else on the internet who tries to use them to extract money. So for a business owner, what are going to be some obvious red flags that they need a security system? Well, I think, you know, the main thing, again, let's go back to awareness. Um, 
the awareness part is, hey, we, we do have a problem here. And if you begin getting emails, a tremendous amount of emails that are coming from people that are unknown to your environment, then probably you need to look a little deeper of that area because that's the majority of the time where it starts, the user being educated, knowing what to click on and not click on, which we do provide security awareness training. And that is we'll send out campaigns and we try to catch you. Uh, and when you do click on something you're not supposed to, you have to go through a video of training. And we do that intentionally to try to just create that awareness part. And, you know, we're, we're in an environment again today that we, we sit here and we protect our homes. Think about it this way. You go to your home and you look at a home and you have a fence in many cases. You have security cameras. You have doors and locks. You have, you know, it may have a gun or a baseball bat there, a dog, all of these different things that we utilize to protect our home. Why do we do that? We do it because we want to protect what's important to us, our loved ones, want to protect our assets, et cetera. So just look at your home and all the different ways you're protecting your home. You kind of have to look your business the same way. You know, uh, when it comes to your data, your data is your most important information along with your employees. Those are two pieces that are critical to your, your business. And many people think, oh, it's not going to happen to me. I'm a small business. Well, one in five small businesses will get hit this year with a cyber crime in some fashion. It may be severe, not severe. And we hear it all the time. Well, we just pay the ransom or we pay the fee. Well, go for that and try that. But you also have to consider, too, your reputation. That's a critical piece, especially if you're in the medical field or anything like that. You have to self-report on HIPAA laws, et cetera. So you have to just kind of approach your business like you do your home. You've got to put up the fence. You've got to put up, you know, internal measures. Even the physical you know, security today with your, your employees, that's a big, big piece right now, especially in the schools, unfortunately. But it's, a, it's something that a business owner just has to change the mindset of how they view this. It's just not an additional expense to your, your line item any longer. It is a level that you have to go in and, you know, consciously be aware of and put in the layers of protection and security. And so if I have a security system, because you mentioned earlier, we do our personal property. So I have a dog, I have an alarm system, so I feel secure. But maybe there are some breaches say in my personal life or my personal home, how can you tell with the business if you have a security system, how can you determine if you really have enough? Well, and going back to with the question you asked me earlier about the assessment, I don't think I finished that. What we do in evaluating the, the current state of what they're doing, and that's going from A to Z, looking at their entire environment from technology wise. So we look at that after evaluation and that's their hardware, et cetera, as they are, are the uh, hardware pieces up to date, what are your processes and procedures? We take that away. We, we analyze it, evaluate it. We come back with what we call a future state or preferred state. And that is, okay, if this was our business, this is what we do. So we map out the plan or where we think you should be. And again, nothing, Kimberly, is 100%. If somebody tells you they can protect you 100%, run, because it's not possible. But I will tell you, 97% of the breaches that occurred could have been prevented with the right processes, procedures, and hardware in place. So that being said, we come back with a plan for you. And in that plan, we're going to help you bring you to that point. And it may not be all at one time. It may evolve. But in order to provide security, you have to put in multiple layers of security and make it difficult for the bad guy. 
you want him to say, I've had enough with this account trying to get in. I'm going to go to the next guy who's easier to penetrate. So, but, you know, having all the processes in place, for example, many people don't realize that a hacker will penetrate your system and he will lurk for an average of 65 days. So what is he doing? He's watching your activities, watching all the things you, that's going on within your environment. But one of the first things he'll do is he'll come in and turn off your backups. So why is he doing that? Because now after 65 days, he's into it or however long he stays into your environment, he now can hold you for ransom or whatever vicious thing they're going to decide to do. And you're thinking, oh, I have a backup. Well, now it's 65 days old or more. So there, there's things you put in place that like we would put in and that would be like, did anybody turn off the backup? We would know immediately. So there's some preventive measures you can put in place that help you with this security component. And then so how often should a security system be updated? So if I get, say, a state of the art security system, I feel protected. But technology changes every minute. So how how often should this be assessed? It does. And the hardware is designed uh, to be updated on an ongoing basis. And at some point, the hardware is called end of life. And we'll know that from the manufacturers. So we push out the updates on a regular basis. And that being said, we do that so we can keep the hardware up to date. What we find in many environments is the hardware was not maintained. And so it's not being updated on a regular basis. And therefore, it's not getting the security updates as needed and you have a vulnerability there. So it's, it's up to your IT provider to provide this information to you and push out these updates. And it's, it's on us to do such things. And so you said there's multi layers of security and you mentioned employees. What are some tips basically for employees that you would put in place, just practices you to put in place for employees to be able to protect not just themselves, but the business? Well, and a big piece is the, the awareness training that we provide. The second thing is, and you mentioned earlier, passwords. That's a nightmare for everyone. And there are many different platforms out there for password management. And instead of, you know, the sticky note on the screen, that just, that needs to go away. And part of the assessment, too, that we go back to that uh, and is the dark web scan. We will do that for you. I love going up to someone and saying, hey, you still using that password golf one, two, three. And they look at you like, wow, how do you know that? And I'm like, well, it's already been sold on the web. But what do you mean? So you explain that to them. And the first thing I'll tell them, hey, do you have that link to other, uh, you know, other platforms, especially accounting type platforms or your own personal banking, which we're, we're a creature of habit. We like using the same password over and over and over. And it's a it's a terrible process. So what businesses are, are there any businesses that are going to be more vulnerable than others in terms of cyber attacks? Everybody can be attacked. Now, the medical field is one of the top ones that they, they've they've actually have the highest on the ransom. In other words, their payouts are the highest. Why is that? Because you have all this medical data, this personal information that's valuable. And of course, you have the HIPAA guidelines they have to find, you know, they have to uh, follow. So that being said, when, uh, for example, a medical environment is breached, they've now violated HIPAA concerns and HIPAA laws, and so they have to self-report. And so they have all these compliance fees and everything they have to pay now. They have to notify also everybody 
that was breached. Every every patient has to know that there was a breach in that in that business. And so on the backside, in terms of if I'm a business owner and you're saying ransom attack or um a ransom for it, what does that look like for me? What does that mean? How do I know that this is what's going on? Well, what they'll do is they will just lock up your system. And I'll, I'll kind of defer that to Jacob here. He could probably answer it a whole lot better than I can. Yeah, t- typically they'll, you know, once they made a breach into your network, uh, their malware will begin encrypting all of your critical data. And you will find out when you go try to access that data and receive a message demanding a ransom. And so is it literally like in the movies that they're asking for money? Yep. Um, And we've even seen now that there are some ransomware gangs that uh, once they get in, they just simply delete everything for fun. Wow. They're they're simply antagonistic. And what's the likelihood that these criminals are even caught? Very unlikely. Yeah. Um, A lot of them are foreign. And that's uh, part of the reason why we see so much of this activity is because people that possess these skills, maybe in a developing country, there's not the economic incentive to do honest work. So they can make a lot better living by doing cybercrime. And while I know you definitely specialize in terms of office office solutions, but what about just on an individual? This sounds a little scary. Makes me wonder, you know, one day will I go log in and then all of my passwords for Amazon and all my favorite shopping places are going to be locked up. What what type of education can you provide for just everyday consumers to protect themselves? Well, it's the same thing. It's just at a residential level. Um, there, there are different platforms out there to help you with passwords, et cetera. And you just told on yourself about Amazon, by the way. Um, but, um, you know, there, there's, there are platforms out there. And again, to have a good, good firewall and all protecting your environment. Okay. That's the main thing. And so you mentioned security awareness training earlier. Can you walk us through that? What does that look like? Well, and that's us pushing out a potential threat, and that could be anything. It could be, looks like it's coming from your personal bank. It may be coming from Amazon. It may be coming from who knows what, whatever we decide to push out. And, you know, hey, it, it may say, hey, Kimberly, if you click on this, you get a $100 free gift card at Amazon. Typically, that's not going to happen in the real world, but many people go for it and they click on it. And so... There you go. Once you click on that, it's and they look really good. They look like they come from Amazon or Chase or whomever it may be. Yeah, I've definitely seen some of those cost. I know that it's going to be probably customized to every business, but what can an entrepreneur expect if they come and see you about getting a security system? Well, that's a great question. And because it is customized, it's very difficult to come up with some kind of number. There's no bronze or gold plan or anything like that. What it is, is in that assessment, we're kind of seeing what's important to you. And typically, majority of them based on the number of assets that we're protecting or the number of users we're protecting. And that's sort of the baseline that we follow. And then again, you decide what layer of security you want. It's, it's the risk reward type thing. Uh, we're going to tell you how, how we would do it if this is our environment, but it may not fit everybody's budget, of course. So we say, all right, well, look, we're willing to cut this out or cut this one out, but we really think you need to at least change the firewall or something along those lines. So depending on, depending on the current state, some people have good equipment in there that we can just begin using right away. It just, every environment is different and unique. And maybe can you tell us a little bit about 
how expensive can it be if you have a breach? Maybe share some stories of some, you know, maybe past consumers that did not get their security system or didn't have a sufficient security system. And these are the things that happen. And this is the price tag that it costs to not have a security system. Well, the staggering number uh, from 2021 was over four million uh, as an average cost of a breach, believe it or not. Now, you know, on a smaller scale, like we've run into things in this area, uh, for example, a small industrial company had their, it wasn't a client of ours, but they brought us in after they had a breach. It was a customer that had their invoices intercepted. In other words, they were invoicing one of their clients for, I think it was $30,000 and they it got caught by a bad guy and they changed the routing information. The company paid them and they never got their $30,000. This happens all the time. It's just low hanging fruit. Um, so it, it just really depends on your industry too. Um, a lot of times you'll see it's some of the smaller companies that are communicating with the bigger companies. That's another way that they get or penetrate bigger companies. Anybody that's using the internet is a possible opportunity to have a breach. Are there any particular cyber myths in terms of security where maybe a business owner saying, ah, I don't need this. They just want, you know, they just want to get all my money. I really don't need it. Are there any myths about security systems that you'd want to debunk today? Yeah. One of the main ones, oh, we have an antivirus. Well, that doesn't really work that well. Uh, Antivirus only goes after known threats. And you, you know, a majority of the people are not keeping it up to date. They just think they have an antivirus on there and they're good to go. Well, you get almost 200,000 new threats a day just out there that they're being created. So if you're not maintaining it or having it updated on a regular basis, there are many threats that you're not even, you know, have within that antivirus. So it has no idea. So, you know, we're using now a lot of artificial intelligence, and that is seeing more of the activity of what's going on. We can see movement and things out of the norm that kind of dictate what, what's really going on in your environment, and we can stop it in its tracks and roll it back. So having an antivirus is good, but it's not going to solve the problem of, hey, I'm not going to get a cyber breach. You know, the other thing, too, is I have an IT company. I hear that all the time. I already, and, and that's great. I'm glad you do. But what are you paying for? And many companies have no idea what they're paying for with their IT company. I mean, we ran into a situation the other day to where it's a new customer and their backups have not been performed in three or four months. Why is that? It's, it's them not doing their job the way it's supposed to do. So just because you have an IT company, I still recommend you have an assessment done just to check them to see what's going on. Uh, Just because you have one doesn't mean you're protected. And you're definitely not here by accident because I know that we have a commercial services department. So we are entertaining or meeting new businesses and clients on an everyday basis. Talk a little bit about how you're partnering with neighbors. Well, what we're wanting to do or what we're doing is uh, creating this strategic alliance. We want to help your business owners. Um, they're, they're vulnerable. They're the ones that we're speaking to now. They, they're needing help. They're needing direction because it's a big world out there. You hear all this terminology. Hey, I want to go do this. I know I need to do something, but what do I need to do? So there's an education component 
So uh, to give you an example, we'd love to bring in and just discuss cyber insurance. That's a very confusing area with, with business owners. What do, what do we need to do with cyber insurance? It used to be, Kimberly, used to be you answer five questions. Now it's about five pages, six pages of questions you need to answer. In that, it's a lot of technical information, and many business owners have no clue how to answer those questions. Do we have this? Do we have that? Do we have this level of protection with our current equipment? And if you just check the boxes and you move on, you get your premium, you pay it. At the end of the day, if you ever have a breach, they're going to go back and say, oh, well, wait a minute. You said you had this type of protection or you had this type of firewall. You had these things. And then it's going to be null and void. We want to educate the small business owners. We want to be their partner and help them navigate through all of this stuff. And there's a lot of it out there and it is constantly changing. And so if there's a business owner out there still on the fence, what's the most compelling thing we can wrap up with in terms of why they need to look into either advancing their security system or getting one just to begin with? Well, the big thing is uh, a stat I gave you early, one in five businesses will be hit. Do you want it to be yours? All right, Jacob, any final thoughts? I would say uh, just ask yourself what would happen to your reputation if it was you and decide if that's worth the risk. All right, gentlemen, thank you so much. I think we've learned quite a bit on cybersecurity and how individuals and businesses can protect themselves. Thank you. Thank you. Whether you're a business owner, employee, or consumer, there is no denying the importance of cybersecurity. Here are a few tips to minimize your risk of a cyber attack. Remember, you are a target for hackers. Never say it won't happen to me. Always practice choosing a good password. Don't take the easy road and hit 123456. You're setting yourself up for failure. Be careful what you click. Avoid visiting unknown websites, and downloading software from untrusted sites. And finally, check out neighborsfcu.org forward slash financial education to learn more on how to use the money you have, make the money you need, and save the money you want.